an amazing opportunity we have to spend the next couple of minutes with two absolute legends going through an important topic that we as Christians and believers constantly face. We are in session number three of our series, Table Talk. Welcome, Pete. Welcome, Katie. Thanks. Oh, Matthew, thanks for the intro. Great to be here. I haven't been called a legend for a long time, so I really appreciate that, but I think it's mostly Kate. Kudos on that. Now, we are going to be talking about something that we struggle with, like I said, as believers, and I know when I gave my life to the Lord, I was so excited. I thought it was, yes, 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 get everything that you pray for, every single dream, achieve every single height that you want to get to, and yeah. then slowly but surely, I started realizing that the walk of the believer also has a bit of disappointment. Hmm. Have you guys also experienced that at all? Sure. Yes, and I think for us, um, I think there's different types of disappointments. Mm -hmm. You have disappointments with people, um, you know, where it's your siblings or your family or your kids or your colleagues, work colleagues or people within your community, you have those disappointments with people. Then you also have disappointments with ourselves. I mm -hmm. think we set such high expectations on, on, on those sort of things and, and we get disappointed. Um, Pete, what, what did you say, actually, before I carry on, what would you actually say disappointment is? Yeah, so it's interesting. The book of Proverbs, it says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And so disappointment is kind of when our, our expectation and reality, they don't match. And we have this, this higher expectation. And then suddenly life just didn't work out as we'd hoped. And it can be the big things and it can be the small things. It can be in every day. Um, both Kate and I are teachers. And so often we see it with children who may or may not have studied for a paper and the expectation and reality, they don't align. Um, but at the same time, it could be a much bigger and a much more serious, mm. a serious thing. Mm. And we don't want to belittle it. But today we're going to look at the word and, and see what he, God says about disappointment. But Kate, you kind of spoke about disappointment being with others, mm -hmm. uh, with ourselves. Yeah. Uh, what are the areas you think? Um, I think also generally in life, you know, you can, as a little girl or a little boy, you can picture what your life is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And life throws you curveballs, life throws you things, and it's not the picture. It's that the expectation isn't aligned, and it leads to huge disappointment. But I think the biggest thing is when we feel completely out of control, the biggest thing that we can, or the biggest person that we feel disappointment with is God. And, and I think it's just on all of these levels. It can be with people, it can be with ourselves, it can be with life in itself or with God. Okay, do you, do you think that disappointment somehow is something that helps us level our expectations? Or is the school of thought that I'm disappointed because I didn't play my part or I didn't believe enough? Sure. Or is that just reality saying to you, you know, you live in a world where you're not really in control of all the outcomes. Sure. Sure. That's a good question. Yeah, Matt, that's a great question. Um, I think it's a mixture of all of them. Yeah. I think in a way, you know, we have an expectation in ourselves and mm -hmm. we get disappointed. Uh, we also then, life isn't, it's a fallen world that we live in. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. the outcomes are, are not perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. And we will have a perfect world once we go back to be with Jesus. Until that point... We have to trust in the person of Jesus to help us through the everyday disappointments that will hit us. Sure. And it can be coming at us from a barrage of places. 
but it will come. And so I think it's about the anchor that we have mm. in times of disappointment. And I just want to say, even just in that, I think for, it can so easily be a lie that if we don't have, if we, if we, we don't have enough faith, um, you know, in a situation, someone, if, if you're sick or something and, you know, you are trusting with everything that you're going to be healed then it's not coming. It's not because you don't have faith. And I think that is a lie that people believe and that actually does quite a lot of damage as well in itself. It's just that, that I don't have enough faith or I'm not praying hard enough or I'm not... Sometimes I think we can fall into works to try to come out of a disappointment. Um, but I think through what we've looked at in the Word, it really is coming to Jesus and, and, and walking through that with him. Okay, perfect. And really great that you want to go and look into the Bible because as a new believer, some of my favorite verses were, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I didn't study for the exam. And uh, that didn't work out so well. So let's look at the word and great. hear what we, we can glean today about disappointment. Great. You know, Matt, I, I'm going to jump in here yeah. and Kate's going to read some of the word. But, but I think as a new believer, we often look at those scriptures you know i can do all things through christ or don't be anxious mm -hmm. or but let's look at some of the characters mm -hmm. and if we go through the old testament we can look at almost every character faced a disappointment of sorts mm -hmm. whether it was adam and eve and their disappointment in the garden whether it was david and his disappointment uh, or saul or jonah it all the way through the old testament we see disappointment happening to the characters in the bible and then we see Jesus himself. And today we're going to talk about a disappointment that he faced and his disciples faced. And so I can't think of a better person to, to show us how to get through disappointment than Jesus himself. And so today we're going to look at, at, at the Gospels. Mm -hmm. But out of the book of Mark, you can choose Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Matthew, they all, they Matthew's all the winner. Matthew's always a winner, <laughs> but we're going to go with Mark. Today. Okay, let's go with Mark. Okay, cool. <laughs> And, and just before Kate reads the scripture, it's, it's the moment of history, really. It's, it's the moment where the Old Testament has been talking about Jesus arriving. Mm -hmm. and, and everything sort of talks to this moment. And the whole nation, the Jewish nation, is so excited that this man, Jesus, is going to transform yeah. history. Mm -hmm. So can you imagine being a Christian at that time, on Thursday? The mm -hmm. expectation is huge. Yeah. You know, suddenly... Your Savior, the Messiah, the King has arrived and you're expecting the world system yep. to transform. And so, so Jesus calls his disciples together and he sits and he has a dinner together. And he says in that, drops the bomb, he says, one of you is going to betray me. And they're like, oh my goodness, why would we do that? And anyway, so it carries on. And, and on Thursday, not only does he get betrayed, but he gets, he pulls his disciples aside, his three closest disciples he prays with them in the garden and says to his father he says father if there's anything if there's any way you can pass this then that's cool please but if not your will be done and Thursday progresses they come and they take Jesus away on Friday he gets um, sanctioned for, for a crime he did not commit he gets crucified in a brutal brutal murder and as a Christian you must be going oh my goodness yeah. I wasn't mm. expecting this yeah. That disappointment must have been so real as a Christian in that time. And on Saturday, it's so quiet. You know, Jesus is dead for all you know. Mm. He's dead. And you must think, what have I believed? You know, where do I sit in all of this? What, what is happening? But thank God for Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> because not only does Jesus rise from the dead, but 
he brings us into that resurrection with him and he says, guys, there is a hope and that hope is in this, this person who rose from the dead. And so Kate's going to pick up that, that passage of scripture from Mark chapter 14. Awesome. So this is Mark 14, verse 32. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and he prayed, saying the same words. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy and they did not know what to answer. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and, and taking your rest? It is, in, it is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. So Pete, just reading that scripture, I think something for me that stands out is in his time of greatest distress and sorrow, he took time aside, he left, he took his three closest disciples and he went to be with his father. And I, I know that in times of disappointment for me, Sometimes it's even hard to read the Bible. Yeah. I'm being honest. I think it is hard sometimes to read the Bible. But for me, something I found so helpful is just put on the worship music. And it's like your soul saying, worship, worship, worship. And I, I think Jesus gives a good example here, Pete, of like mm. Jesus going to be with his father. And I think that is so powerful is in those times that it's, 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 it's being intentional of, 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 of saturating ourselves in his presence. Yeah, so I think, you know, Jesus goes away to pray. And I think it's a great response for us in our disappointments, whether we feel like it or not, we go to the person of Jesus, go to the Father and we pray. And I think the second thing that he shows us, or he showcases to us, is that he brings the circle closer. Yeah. And he yeah. could have taken any of his disciples, but he took the three closest yeah. and, and he took them with him. I'm not going to talk about them sleeping. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to say, you know, what he was doing, he was being intentional. And sometimes in our disappointment, people don't always understand. Mm. But we need them to rally with us. Mm. And we need those close. This is not a social media thing. This mm. is not broadcasting a disappointment. This is taking the, your closest close. Mm. Those that, you, that you've walked a path with, that you know that you called on a mission with, together to help you through that point of disappointment. But Matt, don't you find often when we're in a time of disappointment, our fleshly response or response is to isolate or yeah. to, to, to actually pull away from people. And I think this encourages us to, to again, be intentional in who are we bringing close in those times of disappointment and distress. Um, and really, it is intentional and it is about being vulnerable in those times. Yeah. And just building on that story with disappointment, I'm also thinking about just after Jesus gets arrested, one of the disciples grabs a sword 
and cuts off the ear of a, of a mm -hmm. soldier because people re react to disappointment differently. Absolutely. Some people, when they face disappointment, they become aggressive. Um, I know when I get disappointed personally, I push myself. Sometimes I work too hard. Sometimes I become very grouchy around the house <laughs> because I'm facing disappointment and I don't know what to do about it. So in summary, what are the three things that, that I'm trying to pick up from you? you? said, if someone is facing disappointment today, what should they do? Yeah, Matt, mm. we'll, let's follow Jesus' example. Yeah. Mm. He goes and he prays. That's the first one, is that we, sure. we, we intentionally connect with God. We, we pray. The second is that he brings those people alongside him, mm. and he gets, he gets really intentional with those people, and he covers them with prayer. And the third is that he recognizes he has a purpose. Mm. And he said, God, your will, not mine. If this can pass, I'll I, I take, take that ticket, but I know that my purpose is bigger. Mm. I mean, sometimes in disappointment, we get overwhelmed by the moment, mm. but God has a much longer view than yeah. we do. Sure. And that's the plan of God's purpose for our lives. Sure. Mm. I actually woke up with the words on my heart the other morning. Um, it said, disappointment can lead us to... Um, what did I say? Oh, despondency. Um, disappointment can lead us to despondency, like what you said earlier about hope not being, it makes our heart sick. Yeah. Or it can lead us to a deeper dependency on Jesus. That's good. And I think that's something that I really, really want to encourage anybody in a, in a, in a time of disappointment is to really seek to go to a deeper dependency on Jesus. Um, I know that in our trials and in our disappointments, I think that's just been something that's when we are weak, he is strong. And it's that de dependency that, that I, I'm, I'm really encouraged to, to really pull close to Jesus at that time. I'll ask a last question for this session. Uh, because you are married, as I am, and we were talking about how Jesus pulled the three close people to him you know, into the garden because you know, he was going through a very tough time and he needed mm -hmm. his closest people around. Mm -hmm. Have you found that when you've had disappointment, personal disappointments that being able to open up to your husband or to your wife and share that disappointment and help your spouse walk with you has really been beneficial for yourself as a person and for your relationship with God. Have they been able to help you to see God's long-term view and you know how this expectation and this momentary pain may not be the end of where your hope should be? Sure. Yeah, Matt. Sure. Um, Maybe to share just very briefly on some of our story is that we got married a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> um, 18 and years. 18 years. <laughs> and actually, when we got married, uh, almost immediately, Kate um, ended up having health challenges. And over those 18 years, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a disappointment. Mm. Um, and there are days where our faith is, is massive in terms of today's the day. God, you're going to do this breakthrough today. And there's days where it's hard. It's, it's, we're not sure what's going to happen. So she, and in that, the ability to be close to one another, but also close to the Father, has been so massive because what it shows us is that God has a purpose. Mm. And yes, we still have faith. Yes, we mm. still believe that, would I want this not to have happened? Yes. But have I seen God, God's grace mm. through it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what he's done in our own hearts, in our family, even through our children, through this process has been really, really big. And we've had to tackle disappointments on a weekly basis. Um, 
because our expectation sometimes is for him to come through and he will we know he will but he's often coming through in amen. ways we don't always expect mm. amen so man i want to i want to close out with a scripture though yep. is the guy that cut off the ear um <laughs> is is peter mm. and like peter moment, like pete like peter like pete okay um and Peter's an fascinating character because just before the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, I'll never deny you, God. Mm. I, I'll, I'm, I'm going to die. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. And we see that straight away after Jesus is taken, Peter denies him three times. He must have had a massive disappointment with himself. Yeah. Humongous disappointment with himself, actually. But Peter's this kind of... Yeah, indomitable spirit of the Bible mm. is that he just keeps coming back and we see him at the, at the first church at the early church preaching the word of God and just with such power and such conviction that disappointment could have actually taken him out of the race it could have but it didn't because he came back and I want to close out from, from Masa with a scripture out of 1 Peter where it's kind of the end of his time it's sort of his parting thoughts to, to the world and from the book of Peter. And in 1 Peter um, 1, verses 3, it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, according to his great mercy, that he has called us to be born again to a living, living hope, hope. Yep. through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance mm -hmm. that is imperishable, mm -hmm. undefiled, and unfading, mm -hmm. kept in heaven for you. Yes. We started out, I, I shared this story that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But here it says that we have a hope that is, that is forever yep. in the person of Jesus Christ. And when we look at the person of Jesus, we have hope. And that is the greatest way to overcome disappointment is to look at Jesus for our source. Pete, this has been amazing. I have been ministered to. And I hope everyone who's going to watch this session will also be ministered to. Katie, I think on that note, I will ask you to pray for us as we end the session. Awesome. Yeah, I just also just want to encourage anyone that's listening with disappointment. Just I'm really, really trusting with faith for hope. So yeah, let's pray. Father God, we come before you. We just lift up every single person on their personal journeys, Lord Jesus. Personal journeys that have huge and small and all sorts of disappointments father and lord jesus we pray holy spirit that you will go before us father that father we can know that we are never alone that you never leave us you never forsake us you actually are calling us to you to you father we thank you that we can be safe in your hands we can that you say you are a a, a a safe place, a refuge, Father. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will give us a, a fresh trust, a, a fresh breath, Father God, of hope today, a fresh touch of, sure, just from, from within us, just a, a, a new hope to trust in you, Father God, that whatever is, is part of these disappointments, what the enemy intends for evil, Father God, you will bring to, to, to good, Father, because you have called us, you have a purpose for each one of us, Lord, and I pray that we will continue to take one step in front of the other with you close to us, Father God, and we pray that we can really rest in that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you very much, guys.
Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.